Welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast, your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. This is episode 158, One and Done Horror, also known as movies that horror movies that you've seen once, but don't have a need to see again. <laughs> I'm your host, Eric Lee, and I'm joined by my cohort in Portland, Mike Campbell, and of course, Liz Williams. So this is a... A special podcast because it is a uh, for one of our Patreon uh, donors. This is for Peter Doan, who was generous enough to give it to to send us some uh, nice nice uh, moolah. And so, as what as befits the Patreon program, he gets to to get a request. Yeah. So we are doing this. Is it? This, this is, is a good one. This is the request. This is a good yeah. One. And it's and it's. I never really. Have. I had never really thought about this question exactly because I think fundamentally every single horror movie you watch is a horror f- film you probably shouldn't see. You probably shouldn't see again just for your right. like for your, for psychological your- <laughs> health. <laughs> like just don't watch it again. Once is plenty. Right. Uh, so Liz, how did you approach this task? Um. I have one movie that I barely made it through and will absolutely never watch again and will tell (laughs) no one to ever watch. I have one movie that I've actually probably seen twice. Okay. But was it's so disturbing and I don't need to watch it again, but I think people should see it. And then I have a brand new one that I actually quite enjoyed, but it was not my style. It gave me a nightmare and I will not watch it again unless it happens to be at someone's like party and it's on. So a nightmare. Wow. I had a nightmare. Mm-hmm. A horror mm-hmm. podcaster had a nightmare. Yep. Is that even possible? Yep. Wow. We will okay. discuss well, that's, it. that's cool because I think one of the things that I was trying, trying, what I was trying to glean from, from Peter's request was, uh-huh. um, we're not talking about shitty movies straight off. I mean, right. or not necessarily. There, yeah. there could be. Cause there, yeah. Maybe. Cause there, there's some movies like I have, I have some movies that I've got on my, on this, on this list. I might, I have a backup just in case. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to collide, mm-hmm. but I have one, which is a movie that I just hate. Oh, and, and I, mm-hmm. and I, you, I, you hate a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty generous with my, with my, my movie loves, but there are some of these things where it's just like, it's, it's it's no bueno. Sure, I, sure. I don't, I don't yeah. want to go there again. I regretted having gone gone there in the first place. It right. made me. It made me. It, it was a movie where I left the the theater angry. Woo. So uh, that but that one I might not get to that one because it might be a collision. So, okay. Um, Mike, what? So so your your philosophy. My twist, uh, which is all those things, and um, you know, I think there's some films that are established so heavily on the twist and not just a twist but a major twist okay. to the point where mm-hmm. once you see that twist mm-hmm. you can't unsee the twist and you know the twist okay. fundamentally and that it kind of ruins okay. a rewatch of the film so here's my cuz i figured that this might be the case yeah um and i think that i have a counter to yeah. to, to that um so we're just going to call this movie x Ooh, not 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 the not the Ty West movie X. Sure, sure, but, sure. But this is just a a, a hypothetical movie X because yeah. I don't want because it might be a movie that you're going to talk about. <laughs> okay. So it has uh, has all the trappings of the ultimate twist in a movie. Uh huh. Um, but uh, when it's when you're done, when it if you watch it a second time, 
you see it in a whole different light. Oh well, right? yeah, you know, and, and yeah. so that's that's right, the, right, that right, is, right, right. The, and and I don't know. There's there's a few of these movies that you could say say that about. Well, um, and and certainly not like a film like, like Hereditary. Well, that, well, I was, well, was yes, going to say Hereditary because exactly. we you know we talked about Hereditary just recently because I had just rewatched it sort of for the Halloween mm-hmm. season and yeah, it was a film that. Frankly, it was all the stuff that people kept talking about, the things like, oh, you know, look at the house and look at the models and look at the this and look at the that. The, 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 the necklace. The, yeah, but, you know, but all these, it's all like these... I didn't mm-hmm. look at any of those things. In But in fact, I looked at things that I'm pretty sure I saw the first go around that were so horrifying and so shocking that I absolutely yeah. blanked out of my no, You get tunnel my, vision my, with, with my hereditary. Brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so actually having to see it, the, I mean, that's a great that's a great one, an example where it's, for some people, it's just too much, and yeah. they don't want to see it again. And that's one of that's a totally legit reason. It's like I don't want to see mm-hmm. that again. But I would, I think, I would watch it again and again uh, because I mm-hmm. think, this, as I said, the second time was yeah. all re- sort of repressed memories, and the third time, I think, if I watch it again, will be then I can start to to hone yeah. in on the models and the yeah. necklace and the right. this and the well, that. There were some and, other things that I didn't mm-hmm. see when when Liz and I saw this. There was a naked guy in the shadows. Right. Yeah, and I was like, "What the? F- yeah. Where did yeah. that guy come from? Yeah. I never yeah. saw that. Yeah. That was yeah. on my second second view. Right, 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 right. Right, and and so there, so so there are sometimes where, and that is a movie with you know lots of things to spoil. Sure, right, and so and and mm-hmm. and it so it won't surprise, but it it I, I will take that back. It does surprise you because my my brain went into lock on the plot of that movie. Yeah, and 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 you're and he had you moving your eyes around. Yeah. I think another movie like that is Psycho. Sure. Right. Um, where you know the twist. Yep. Um, and you know that you know the bathroom scene is so infamous. But what you're doing, it's worth a second watch. For the craft of movie making. Sure. Um, and so there, but but there, are, I've got one which is big twist. Yeah. I don't need to see it again. Sure. Right. And mm. so that's that's going to be one of mine. And then I have one that was like I can't take it anymore. Okay. And it was like one which was like this movie made me feel miserable. I've got a couple mm-hmm. of those, but my back, my, you said my backup. An, you one. said angry. No, this one didn't make me angry. Oh, okay. This one made me feel miserable. One this of the one other made ones sad. made you angry. The other, yeah, the other one made. You know, well, and I'll, I'll, I'll do a quick drop on that one just because you, I blame you. Okay. So. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and by and, and you can't see it on. Uh, is, we're not doing it on a video, but I'm pointing at Mike Campbell. Um, so, uh, oh come on, Toxic but, but, Toxic Avenger isn't that bad. Oh no, I love Toxic. <laughs> toxic Avenger is great. I got no. I, I I I went in there fully. Uh, yeah, knowing what I'm in for, and I enjoyed it. Um, but you know what? What makes for for me uh-huh. watching? What makes it worth watching over and over again? It's like, of course, my rule number one: Do I care about right. the protagonist? Yep. If it's fun, I will see it again. If it just has mm-hmm. high entertainment value, yeah. because I'll watch it just to get a lift out of it. Sure. Um, if it is a complicated enough movie that I want to, to go back and figure it out, if it's a puzzly thing like Psycho or mm-hmm. uh, Hereditary, you know, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Okay, intellectually, I want to see it. If it gets my adrenaline going, mm-hmm. like Aliens, mm-hmm. I can see Aliens over and over again because it does. It, it, it's got, gives, it gives you the dopamine rush. And if it's good to look at, like an aesthetically pleasing movie helps, even in an odd way like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which has its own look, mm-hmm. but it's a solid mm-hmm. look. Um, I, can, now, so, I can do that. So you're so um let me let me posit this because yeah. uh you just you just ran down very quickly a very uh uh so you referred to all of the eight elements of uh uh the the psychology of horror films, right? Mm. 
So you kind of like work, yeah, oh, work. God, remember that we yes, did that episode. We did. Back we did, we mm-hmm. did the episode. Yeah. We did an episode mm-hmm. where we looked at the psychology of horror mm-hmm. films, and you kind of listed all the reasons why you watch mm-hmm. horror films. So, assumedly, the reason why you don't go back and watch a film I have the counter to that is also. because it violates yeah. maybe all of those tenets, potentially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, there are some things which are some variants, but mm. there's, like one of them is not related to this, is if, if, if the gore and violence is more than I can handle. And, right. and 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 that I do have a threshold, and right. I think one I think a movie that Liz just reviewed I probably will not see uh-huh. because I'm not sure if I want to see it. Okay, um, if it makes me feel lousy just watching it, sure. Like I just I've just been mm-hmm. talking about that. Yeah, if the movie's a bit of a snoozer, right? Okay. If it's just if it's just right. not, it's like all right, I I got through it. I don't know that I need to see it again. Uh-huh. Uh If a movie is completely dependent on a single moment and is otherwise a fairly simple simple formulaic film, most slasher movies. If I don't have a rooting interest in anything in any of the 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 protagonists, again, this goes to my rule number one. Most most, most slasher movies. Most slasher movies is a very hasty general. Oh no, it's a totally it's a broad it's total a broad generalization. But yeah, but I think, <laughs> but as opposed to like ghost movies, you it, it usually involves the protagonist heavily on the protagonist, and the, sure. the ghost is something that they're reacting to. Where in a uh, in a uh, in a Friday the Thirteenth kind of movie, it's a meat grinder. And you have a final girl that you follow, but it's not it's like, all right, I don't need, I did that. I don't need to see it again. So, but that's, but those are not the ones that I'm, that, I mean, that's, I'm going to come up with this, an explicit example on that. So, okay. Why don't we, let's start with Liz. All right. Okay. All right. So I am going to start trying to figure out like what order I want to start in. I think I'm going to start with the one that was absolute garbage and I would tell no one to ever watch and I hated it. And that is the uh, 2021 Taiwanese film, The Sadness. Um, This movie is, I gave it one star. Uh Um, This movie is about a like zombie outbreak from the Alvin virus. And the only thing that these people or Rob Jabaz, who is the director, um, brought to the genre to differentiate it from any other fast zombie, uh, story is that he made these zombies rapists. Um, so there's literally no point. It is misogynistic. It is sexually violent. I am not going to get into, you know, like the politics of, Japanese sexual culture. Actually, and this would be got some Taiwanese, things going right? on. Taiwanese, yeah, yeah Chinese. Taiwanese. Sorry, Chinese. Um, Chinese. Asian, one group. <laughs> Taiwanese this would be more sexual culture, <laughs> and you know how there's a woman on a train who's not being nice to a guy, so he's of course going to violate her in the most horrific way possible. Um, so that's all they had to give to this genre. They had no other new ideas. So that is a cop out. That is low hanging fruit. That is. In 2021, not what we need in the world, and uh, and, done. And Garbage. yet it has. I mean, terrible. if you go on to 20, 2022, it is. 2022 is. Yeah. Well, it came out in 2021 in oh, the festivals. Okay. Sure, sure, it, sure. Uh, yeah. Won best first feature at Fantasia in 2021. Oh man! When I reviewed it, which probably was like six or seven months ago, it had a 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. It has now dropped at least to an 89. That's for the critics. Audience score of 64%. I cannot How? figure out who it, it, it really, it, it kind of upsets me. I put that in my review. I have not been this pissed off or like, like jacked up about a film in there so long. Go. It's just mean and nasty to women. And this is not the time 
in the world where we need something like this. Right. Other than it had no redeeming qualities. Yeah, I no, I, I, I terrible. Liz, I largely concur with everything you said because uh, I remember after you had reviewed it, I was like, well, geez, I gotta, I gotta watch this and figure out if, right. figure out what the heck this thing is, and and I think, yeah, I, I, I think I in the past I had said something like it's about a thirty percent of the film is like an A. Uh, because mm-hmm. the the first part of the film I found I found right? very, very engaging and very interesting, and the pacing was incredible. How fast it was, and he, how you saw everything just kind of falling apart at the seams, right? Almost instantaneously before your eyes. And then the latter the latter part of the film, the latter seventy plus percent, is kind of like an F for all the reasons you just yeah. you just stated. Yeah. No, you can you can totally undo a movie with. Uh, have you have you seen the sadness? No, because okay. because Liz gave it one oh, star. And I, went, okay. I was like, I don't think I need to oh. see it. I'll go pick some other bad. It movies was about to watch. the one hour mark, so I I put that. You know, there's a scene where <clears throat> you you can tell what's about to unfold, and I literally looked at Wayne and I said, if they do what I think they're about to do, we are turning this off, and they did. Is it? But they, they did not have the courage to show it all the way. They just showed. Is it when someone they, else's reaction and horrific, horrific sound effects? But, when, you know, when they're like, when they're in the hospital, that that scene. No, it's oh. the eyeball scene. Oh yeah, yeah. well the, no, uh, it, yeah, that's okay. in the hospital. Is the that in the hospital scene? Oh, that that sound- spoiler alert. Oh, mm-hmm. Is that in the hospital or is that on the train? It's right when they get off the train when they're that's on the right. way to the hospital. That's right. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, well, I don't think I need much more convincing than that. Yeah, okay. Spoiler alert. Sa- Sorry. Sadness one and done. All right, Eric. Sorry, what do you internet got? one and done. Okay. Well, I'm coming at it from a slightly. This one. This is a uh, a movie that is actually considered a classic, oh. and and is I think most most people really enjoy this movie. Okay. Um, I've seen it once. I don't need to see it again. Ooh. This is Sleepaway Camp, 1983. Oh. Robert oh. Hiltzik. Um, this is a case where the big twist at the end of the movie is what separates it from the rest of its brethren. Uh huh. Spoiler alert for a forty-year-old movie: Angela <laughs> Baker is not what you think she is, and it is quite literally both the audience and the character a jaw-dropping moment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. The rest of the movie is not particularly different from Friday the Thirteenth or The Burning. Um, there is a summer camp where brutal murders pile up very quickly, with a shadowy killer upping the body count. Felissa Rose is excellent as Angela. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is one of the most intriguing characters from the early 80s B-movie era. She is a complicated and troubled kid who is the target of much hazing and harassment. And when the bodies start stacking up, it doesn't take too long to figure out that she's probably connected to this somehow. But what she is becomes the shocker. Mm-hmm. Sleepaway Camp in a modern context is... Because it is a big twist. It's a big mm-hmm. twist. It's a, it's a, it is a... It's one that everybody memorizes. It's like there's a there's a still image, and it is it's like that's that's what everybody knows. Right, because I I talked about this uh, in our queer horror episode, mm-hmm. and the still image that everybody talks about is not a quick like two second still image. They hold that thing no, for, it's, for goddamn near near a minute. It's the closing <laughs> shot where it's like. But it's a sleepaway camp. It's a still. Dun, dun, dun. It's a it's a still <laughs> shot that they hold for. Ever. Yeah, and it and it and it is one of those things where it's like you're rubbing your eyes. And it's like, is that? It is. Oh my god. Oh no, it's clear. Yeah, and and, and it's very clear what well, it is. I mean, but your, but your brain is adjusting <laughs> to it, right? And when you first see it, it's a it's a holy moly moment. Yep. But it's not a movie that's got a lot of things like hereditary with like a little hidden messages and that kind of stuff. Sure, sure, the sure. guy, I think you mentioned this. 
when we were talking about our top. Well, actually, I don't know if it made our top 100. It didn't. It, I, I uh, talked about it in Queer Horror. In Queer Horror, where, where mm-hmm. the, this, this director was pretty much the only thing he did was Sleepaway Camp movies. Right. He did right. this one, and then he did a sequel, and then he did a documentary about the movie, and he yep. did another sequel. Yep. Um, but it was, you know, it. but this whole thing, it's a bit of a horror movie anachronism. Um, I do think, and I think That's you touched fair. on it, uh, that, that, that the, uh, the, the weird sexual content is kind of problematic in this day and age. Uh, there's some there's some some kind of odd gay baiting subtext, uh, like lots of buff dudes in their sh- wearing shorts that can that where their junk is clearly clearly shown. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's two camps on that question because yeah, I think no, there, there are some trans trans writers who have written about sleepaway camp in a very positive and say say it prevents a very, it pre- presents a very positive message. But there's other people that have looked at it and said, no, it's not as positive as no. you think it is, maybe, and it, it's, it is dated. I, I don't think so. I mean, my, my take on it is it makes trans people look awful. That's, 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 the, mm. one, that's one take. Uh, yeah, and, and then that's, another and, take is yeah. it's very, very empowering and bold. Like that, okay, that's <clears> like, <throat> if you don't like the way it is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, it's like, well, it's, I think that, that the fact that Angela's, well, okay, not not, not spoiler alert. Angela's yeah. the killer, yeah, uh, and and is revealed to be a boy at the end, and um, but but they do it so shockingly, and it's like full frontal nudity of a kid covered in blood, right? right. And that's like, yeah, that's not great. That's not that's not, and it's like you look like a freak, yeah, and it's like you are weird, you're strange, you're the other, you're dangerous. Not a good look. Um, but it's still one of those great horror movie moments. At the same yep. time, it's it is it's a bit it's a bit problematic in, in the way. So that way, I would say it's like yeah, I I saw it a long time ago. I was shocked when I saw it. I don't need to go back. Yeah. All right. Uh, my film, uh, my first film is a film, uh, nineteen seventy nine film with Carol Kane, Colleen Dewhurst, Tony Beckley, <laughs> and Charles Durning. Mm-hmm. Uh, this film, of course, comes from the folk legend, mm-hmm. uh, the babysitter and the man upstairs that sort of started kicking around in American uh, folklore in the late 50s, early 60s. This is When a Stranger Calls. Uh, still probably top five best opening scenes of all time in horror Call is coming from inside the house. The call yeah, is the coming, coming from the, inside the first, the house. yeah. Um, and in fact, the first twelve minutes of Wes Craven's Scream from 1996, he openly admits was a perfect homage to this film. He yep. he cut and paste. He, he based everything around uh, Scream around uh, When a Stranger Calls. I think When a Stranger Calls, yeah. As I say, the first twenty minutes, pure brilliant filmmaking. After that, it. It's not just it's not just the fact that it's a police procedural. It's just boring. It's it's so boring. It's like just watch the opening act and then just yeah. make it a short film. And just call it call call it a night. It's like wow, that was scary. Yeah, and the funny thing about when a stranger calls is that um, originally the MPAA voted to give it a PG rating, but then one of the one of the people. This was of course pre. This was several years prior to PG-13, and one of the members of the Classification and Ratings Administration, a guy named Richard Hefner, 
uh, Hefner, Hefner, Hefner. He looked at it and he said, well, this is not a film that you would take your family to. So this can't possibly be a PG film. And so he made the, he made the classifications and rating board or rating administration go back and re-vote on it. And they voted on it as a rated R film. Hmm. Funny enough, if you go and look at it now, it's, you know, it, it's a PG film. I mean, it's like it, it could probably Didn't it have butchered the butchered kids. I didn't like upstairs. Didn't I didn't it have that? I, it's been a long time. I mean, I've, again, I've seen it once. Yeah, no need to go see it once. again. Yeah. Well, maybe we're going to maybe, yeah. we'll, maybe we'll watch it one more time. Just, just one more. <laughs> All right, Liz, what do you got? Pick a new film. Pick a new film. OK, my next one. I have seen more than once, but I I don't really I think I probably only saw it the second time preparing for this podcast for something. And so this one opens with the tagline to avoid fainting. Keep repeating. <laughs> it's only a movie. It's only yes. a movie. It's only a movie. And this is um, 1972's Wes Craven, uh-huh. The Last House on the Left. Speaking of misogynistic okay. movies. I know. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yes. don't, don't watch Wes Craven movies. But I am so much less offended by this than I am by the sadness. There's because some sweet revenge in it, too. There is some sweet revenge. And also, there is a big difference between the mindset of 1972 and what is going on right now. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I don't know, but Oh goodness. This one has that seventies sleazy look to it. It is filmed on probably like a handheld camera. It looks so real. Uh, uh, this is a, a tough film. Yeah. It's kind of to get through after it makes you want to take a shower right after it. Yes. It does have some sweet street revenge, but Ooh, probably the 40 minutes getting to that, <laughs> getting to even when they're in the house, uh, the last house on the left to yeah. get that sweet, sweet revenge is brutal. And yeah. uh, I, I, I think yeah. I remember Well, I've Ooh. seen this. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you there, Liz. I think Ooh. I've seen it once yeah. and I remember going, don't. No, yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. all of a sudden it's like uh, just 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 reactionary, and it's like I didn't. All of a sudden I realized I was talking to the TV, and was like, oh, all right. I just, it's just hard yeah. to watch. It's hard to watch. Now this is one that I would probably recommend. Not a gateway film watcher watch, but a horror fan. Most horror fans who are listening have probably already seen this because it is like a canonical seventies oh, horror yeah. movie, yeah. and no, you know you got to see it. Once, but once is enough. It's a great movie, but whew, it's so hard to watch. Liz, did you ever watch the remake of? Uh, I cannot remember if I saw the remake. Okay. I don't think the, the that re- I would have because I don't pretty, know why they would have remade it. It's pretty different. The, it's, the it's end, the end, yeah. Okay. The, no, the end is very different. Oh. Yeah. The end. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's mm. all I'm gonna say. All right, Eric, what do you got? I feel like I'm not going to go watch it. <laughs> okay. So my, my second movie, I will just straight out say it's an excellent movie. Ooh. Um, it's a complicated movie with rich characters and absolutely mind-numbing thrills. Uh-oh. Uh, the opening hour of the movie is devoid of horror. I'm talking about Audition. Ooh. Oh, really? This is a one and done for you? Yeah, and let me let me walk this through for you. Okay, so the okay. third act, which has so many wince-inducing painful moments being executed by Asami upon Shigaharu, mm-hmm. as she unloads her entire toolkit of needles, wires, and saws, it's all a bit too much. Mm-hmm. But that alone, I mean, that's not really the, the thing. It's, a, it's, it's sort of the juxtaposition of the calm before the storm, and the storm is a class 5 hurricane in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple of reasons why once is enough. First off, 
you have to sit through a lot of character development. It's a romance film where some where the slightly creepy powerful man selects a beautiful young woman to be his paramour, knowing that what is going to happen renders much of the first ta- two acts completely moot, right? All that character building, the 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 urge to fast forward to get to the action would probably be very strong yep. because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, get yeah. to it, get to it, get to it. And that's part of the problem. Uh, the horrific third act is made more powerful because of all the character development, so it earns it, right? It's like this is violence that is earned, uh, and 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 then at that point, by the time you hit it, I'd probably want to go, oh, I forgot, I want to skip past this too. Um, <laughs> it's it's a very oddly paced movie in that way. And it I, is, yeah. Because and Mike, Mike and I, and we've talked about this before. Mike and I saw this together, and mm-hmm. we was like, kind of like, come on, get to it, come on. Right. I heard this was supposed to be scary. <laughs> Stop, and then it was like, stop getting to it. Like, stop like, getting to it. Yeah, <laughs> go back. And so it, was like, it, was, it was an unrelenting last 20 minutes. Almost unwatchable. Literally, Mike and I. I don't know turning, that I watched it. Yeah, it's like turning away <laughs> and you hear kitty, 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 kitty. Yep. And, ah, and then, he's, then you see someone. You're, you're just like, and, and it, they show everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they do. So uh, that's a good point yeah. where. The first time you're experiencing the whole journey, if you were watching it again, you're like, well, I'm not going to sit here for an hour and a half watching this romance to, to get, get to, to the, the quote unquote the, the, good stuff. Right. Yeah, fast right. forward. Yeah. And, and then it's like, and so it's like not really watching the movie. So in a way that I, yeah. with the, the Shutter Top 100 moments came out and they showed, and I went, oh, that's right. Oh, and they're not even showing half of it, but it's like they showed the, you know, piano wire cutting off a foot yeah right the it was foot, like yeah holy shit <laughs> it's like that that was and they showed the bag stuff. yeah the guy in the bag yeah right um <laughs> so it's a, it's a very high on the bridge to far meter i i think i could i was able to take it but barely mm-hmm. but i don't think that the first two acts are worth me sitting through and renting a movie right. and just Fair. sort of going it's like i'll just watch the highlights if i if i if i'm in the mood to see someone <laughs> just get just get taken apart piece by piece yeah, and also, I only have twenty highlights. minutes. So I'll go to audition. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, it's an excellent movie. It is. Good yeah, point. yeah. Yes, nice. yes, it is. All right, my uh, next film is a film I reviewed a couple years ago <laughs> called Terrifier. This is the 2016 American independent slasher film uh, that follows uh, Art the Clown as he hunts three women down on Halloween night. Um, you know, the film lacks any clear protagonists there's very little depth there's very little writing there is a lot of gore um much like or partially like audition um but do they do they but do they build up characters no the the great thing about audition is it's made awful because the guy you know shigaharu is actually a good uh, right he's a bit of a I no. mean, what, what and, that, doing and, and that's what I just said. That's what I just said. It's yeah. it's largely devoid of any protagonist oh, right, right, right. protagonist development, uh, which is which is one of the big problems of the film. But the film itself, if you were to just take it cold, is actually not a. It's not a. It's a good looking film. Mm-hmm. It's pretty well uh, put together, but it just lacks any sort of. It comes off as as very cold and very insensitive. I said in my review, if your sole intention is watching horrors to peep a never-ending stream of steamy intestine, then it's okay to ignore me and this entire discussion. Terrifiers for you. It's gore for gore's sake. Lots of gore, no story, no one to root for, just a gob of greasy gore and guts. Yeah. And I, I like gore. 
I do like gore a lot. Your but favorite I, movies are Romero movies. My favorite movies are Romero movies. This just doesn't have enough for me. I think art is as as creepy a, looking. As a character is very creepy. His gesticulations are very unnerving. Um, the gore in the film is way over the top, insane. But there's just no story that goes along with it, and that's yeah. what I would say. Uh, I saw Terrifier once. I don't need that. I, I don't think I need to go see Terrifier again, even though <laughs> Terrifier is. I mean, it's the hot. It is the hotness in 2022. Uh, people love Terrifier too. Uh, you know, you go on any horror forum, any horror movie. Uh, site and they <laughs> are talking up Terrifier. Both, both Terrifier. Well, the original Hallow's Eve is it all Hallow's Eve? Hallow's Eve, the original one that he did as a short Terrifier, and then Terrifier Two. People love this. It's like for for the amount of money that they put into Terrifier Two, it is killing it at the box office. Yep. It's like it's. You're yeah. gonna steal all my thunder. Oh, sorry. Terrifier Two is my pick for my Done. Liz, perfect, perfect transition. Terrifier Go, Terrifier Two. Uh, perfect Terrifier transition. Terrifier Two is my uh, new pick. So yes, as Mike was alluding to, they made this movie for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. As of as of October sixth, which is about a month ago. It has grossed over $10 million yeah. at the box office. Yeah. Now it is available on streaming on Screenbox, which yep. is where I just saw it literally Saturday night. And I have not seen Terrifier 1 because I had heard exactly what Mike just said. <laughs> but I, I was like, what but, is going on with Terrifier 2? People are losing their yeah. minds over this movie. I have got to see it. And I was like, it is 138 minutes long. It is over oh, two hours. Wow. You guys, and yeah, you guys so like the like, short what? movies. Yeah. I like a short movie. And so I was like, oh, my God, I can't see it in the theater. I just can't. I, I'll, I'll see it at home. Okay. This is probably the goriest movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, I watched it with my friend Amanda, and we both had... You know, the coward's veil <laughs> up. She was like, I'm not looking. Are you looking? And I'm like, I'm looking halfway out of a blanket. That was me and Mike and, for audition. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so gory. And with the runtime, you had, I mean, one of the kill scenes that I think is like the one I was talking about with is the main character friends, Allie, in her bedroom. I think it goes on for like seven minutes. And well, that just, that's like cruelty. It is cruelty, but. Their effects are great. Yep. Um, you kind of care a little bit about some of the characters, but you don't know them enough to care that much. But you don't want this to happen to them. Right. No one is an asshole or a jerk or anything. But they did add a bit more story. Okay. It's kind of weird how they you know, ended up in this one. But they did add a little bit more story. So you do care about the two main uh, protagonists, which I have already forgot the um names of them so oh jonathan and sienna um but oh my gosh like yeah i'll never watch it again i had a nightmare after it it was <laughs> two hours of non-stop disgusting gore but this is for the gore hounds i i get why they will love it and mm -hmm. Yeah, see it once and then be I am done. But it is, oh, do you man, know, do you know it who is the, brutal. Who the makeup guy was for this? Or assuming it's a guy. Let I mean, me see. I will look while you yeah, are. I, I, I've, I've heard the warning. And my, my, my uncle said, hey, I've heard this movie makes you want to throw up. Right. Are you guys going to review this? And like, I can see people. 
I could see where if you are especially not like a if you're more of a newbie and you're like, oh, it's October, it's Halloween time. Let's go see this crazy movie in the theater. I could see that if you had had a couple beers and like went to dinner first, you could lose your lunch. <laughs> yeah. I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. Because I, I think we had uh, on our on our Friends of Scariest Things uh, Facebook mm-hmm. uh, uh, thing, we, we had this running commentary on what was the last horror movie that made you sick? Oh, or yeah. Or did, did yeah. anything make you sick? You're like, or any movie, yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, I I... I had an old eight, uh, old old English eight hundred Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show back when that I was in college. That doesn't count. And I was like, so that made me puke, but I haven't. That had, wasn't the movie. That no, was the old the English eight hundred. Exactly. I was like, oh, it feels so good. Um, but yeah, it had nothing to do with. Well, I don't know. I mean, the the quality of the movie. I I know that the, it would it would besmirch a number of my friends, but it's like I, that, that that movie's that movie's pretty lame. <laughs> All right. Is that, well, that going to oh, be? Wait, 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 wait. What's the? Oh. Uh, the, it says, oh, he's the man behind the makeup. I'm trying to find it. The guy who plays Art the Clown is terrifying. Yeah. Art is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Is he, is he a keeps... supernatural character or is he just a weirdo? Well, he comes back to life at the beginning of this, a la Michael Myers. But All since right, I didn't yeah. see no, the original, this is, this is gonna be I don't know how dead he was. No doubt. This is this is the next franchise because it, it's 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 built upon a an iconic Monster. Oh, he the the filmmaker did it. His name is Damien Leone, and he is the special effects guy. Yeah. Wow. Um. Here's what I think is going to happen. I hope it doesn't. Yeah. I hope he hangs on to this property. After seeing how much money this thing has made and the buzz around this, I hope a big studio does not buy it and then takes away everything that is indie yeah. and intrinsically pure nasty about it and too. nasty about it because yeah. this thing. Ooh, I am not a gore hound. I can put up with it, but whoo. No, and that's something. Liz Liz Williams likes her some extremism. This was a lot. <laughs> yeah, a he uh, lot. Uh, Damien Le- Leone. He he wrote it, produced it, directed it. Did he? Did he and, come from yep. the? I, I'm assuming that he's 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 going to be like a Rob Bottin type type of character who was a makeup specialist who decided to go into directing. Because that sounds like if you're that if you're that good at executing a gore stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe. I mean, like, like if he has a track record of doing lots of zombie movies or something like that. Who knows? Yeah. Well, he is he is three films into it. So. Yep. All right, Eric. What do you got? Oh, I've got another movie that is considered great because Uh-oh. it's on our top one hundred. Oh my gosh, a top one hundred film you won't yep. watch again. Yeah, this movie made me lousy, feel lousy. I just <gasps> it was it was really yeah. it was a, a real downer. Uh oh. Um, Debbie Downer. Uh, uh, although you know, again, I respect this movie. Uh-huh. This movie is bleak. This is Eraserhead. Oh, I saw it oh. in the dorms because Chris Ralph got it, <laughs> and I was watching it. I was like, "What the what?" Uh, it doesn't get much bleaker than this. It's a downtrodden man living in a nightmare world, staring out into the polluted and desolate gloom of an alternate reality, industrial post-apocalyptic London. Maybe check, check, and check. Yeah. This movie seems to be a companion piece to Pink Floyd's The Wall. Um, it, it's the imagery is startling and unsettling. There is little to no dialogue. You don't care for this guy, Henry, Jack Nance, as he's abandoned by his girlfriend, who leaves him to care for a constantly crying mutant baby, who he isn't sure is even his, and it's just covered in flies and it's crying the whole time. And then Henry slips into madness, and it's a draining experience just watching this because it's like there's no there's like very little conversation. There's this creepy fetus 
animal looking baby thing that is supposedly his baby. It's like got pussy sores and is bleeding from weird places. It's dying and he doesn't know what to do. Now, here's a question for you. Are there any David Lynch films you would watch a second time? And I'm not talking. Mm. Um, I'd watch Blue Velvet again. Okay. I'd totally okay. watch Blue Velvet again. Okay. I'd, and I'd watch, um, oh gosh, um, Mulholland Falls. Uh-huh. Drive. Mulholland Drive. Drive. Mulholland yeah. Drive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so I, there's two you would. No, you, I mean, those are, he, this is, this is, you know, this, this was the creation of David Lynch's noir yeah. sensibilities. Yep. But, you know, again, you know, uh, Henry's a sad sack and the whole situation seems hopeless and the movie makes you feel like it. Uh, I mean, really, the character in this movie, it's the atmospherics. Sure. Right? Uh, extreme contrasting black and white. Yep. The exaggerated shadows highlighting Henry's crazy hair and silhouette. He's just funky. You know, he looks like, who's Kid and Play, right? Or who's the who's the <laughs> Yeah, guy? yeah, he's yeah. That, who's the, kid, the, was kid and Play. Right. Who's Kid and Play. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was Play. You know, not, and then there's the, the, kid. the pimples and blisters and both the fetus baby and the strange dancing fairy who stomps on a rain of fetuses in her dance routine. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah, right. This is like uh, I don't need to see this again. So I've not watching. You're not watching right. You see, you saw it once. It's like I, it's like it just a, cu- a couple years ago. Yeah, and it's like not going back to rewatch. Movie would make you like don't be don't be in a bad mood when you see it, or you might like jump <laughs> off a building. You know, this is just it is a All downer right. movie. Eraserhead, good movie. Won't want to see it again. Yeah. You do think it's a good movie after after you just after you bagged on it. It is it is it is a as a piece of art. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay, okay. it is it is the the thing. It's like you, you you can't stop watching it. It just makes you feel bad. I think the only reason I would watch Eraserhead again is because I frankly don't remember a lot of it. It's not. It's it is a really confusing movie. Oh, I'm yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I know it is. I know it is. But it, I I just it, don't. There's a, like. I only have like sort of vague memories of yeah. of, of the film. I, you know, there there's some moments. I made it all the way through. There, there's yeah. some moments where it's like they're having a family dinner with the girlfriend who's going to ditch him, and the parents are there and they're laughing, and there's these Cornish game hens, and he's and it's cutting into them, and they start bleeding and kicking, and it's like, ah, oh, man, that's yeah. just it's just it's surreal. It's like yep. it's like Salvador Dali in black and white. I'm not down for that. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's like I can say that I've seen it. I can say that I can appreciate it. Don't yep. want to see it again. Okay. All right. Uh, this is the film I was talking about earlier when I was saying, um, you know, when the when the twist is 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 so big, uh, and the twist uh, comprises such a fantastical portion of the film that once you know the twist, you don't want to go back and rewatch the twist because you've seen the twist. Uh, as Roger Ebert put it, uh, the film had a plot hole, but it was a plot hole that was not only large enough to drive a truck through. But in fact, it does have a truck driven right through it. This is the French uh, extre- new French extremity movement film High Tension from 2003. Oh, you won't see High Tension again? Oh, no, because I know the twist. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and I yeah. mean, kind of like uh, in a little bit mm. different way. Like, and you would you'd refer to this recently, you know, with like a stranger calls. The beginning mm. of when a stranger calls is brilliant. Yeah. The beginning of High Tension is brilliant 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 all like, the way up to I the would, gas station scene all yeah. the way up to that it's just amazing yeah i would tell people yeah go go watch the the you know the first half hour of this film man and you will be completely floored it's just when you get to the twist yeah. on the back end of the film you go oh i mean some people do really really enjoy the twist and i get that nah. I, 
No, yeah. Okay, well, mm, some, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. some people do. Some people do. Okay. Um, but I I didn't really care for it, coupled with the fact that now I know it. I, I know yeah. exactly what it is. And to me, I don't need to go back and re-see that twist. Yep. I, I think it's, for me, mm-hmm. I, you know, because I've seen this a, like maybe three times. Yeah, a couple um, times, yeah. Yeah, because I, <clears throat> I like watching... The, the editing and and how masterfully they set up that that first invasion of the house and but part of me is also trying now to your credit yeah I think the 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 twist is not backed up right it's not right that 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 it's like I think I think it was like a a, a twist for twist's sake because mm-hmm. you go back to sixth sense you go back to you know uh hereditary you know those kinds of things that you can see the trail of breadcrumbs and you go, Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I can see how that this is when this one is like, I don't get how the twist works out. Cause it doesn't make, yeah. A how, how did sense. that go from point A to point B? Yeah. Yep. It made yep. no sense. So uh, to that end. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like two thirds of a perfect slasher movie and then, it, and then the wheels fall, come off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can go for that. All right. Any other, any other horror films you would not see again? Well, I, cause I know you always have a list. I made an allusion to this before. And don't talk about anthropophagus. Cause no, that's cause I haven't perfectly seen anthropophagus. Oh. I haven't seen it once. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, and I, I told you I was going to blame you for this. Uh Oh, can you guess what it is? Uh, like Mike, Halloween kills. No, I walked into Halloween Kills with eyes open, and and it was kind of fun for me to yell at the phone at the film just to say you know yeah. cut his hands what off. What was the one before Halloween Kills? Halloween. Oh no, that was Halloween Kills. It was Halloween Ends. Halloween Sorry, Ends. Yeah. No. I don't know that I'll see Halloween Ends again. Yeah. Yeah. Although although I might because they did say that they're they are coming out with a physical copy of it here very soon and it's going to be like an oh, extended say. An another ex- one where an extended version end. and I feel like I just kind of need to watch it again just because. It's. I was just so gobsmacked by Halloween yeah. ends that I, I do feel like I need to rewatch it again and just go, God damn it! Did I what really just, just see, did I really yeah. just, yeah, see yeah, just that? like where, where, where's Michael? They they nerfed Michael Myers. What's going on here? All right. Uh, so no, this this uh, was now when I when I left Halloween ends uh-huh. or kills kills. I was frustrated. Sure. I was kind of like, but. I, I also know uh, that they, they, they you mastered did, some of the gory bits. You did punch a hole in the wall. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> mother <laughs> That's more than frustrating. Like, broke, broke my hand. No. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I that one, you know, I can I can make peace with Halloween kills. Sure. House of a Thousand Corpses, oh! however, is a movie that I, I actively dislike. Okay. And okay. I don't think that I don't see any redeeming values in this movie. Man, I'm telling you, go back. I, I rewatched it this last year. Oh, and um, it's it's it, it's it's obnoxious. It is a little dated, but there's some there's some legitimately great stuff in it. It's loud. Everybody uh-huh. yells all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little it's, bit. The color thing is like it is it it is Rob Zombie not understanding how to use the Argento palette properly. It's just like first film, totally this is first film, totally first film. Yeah, an ugly film to look at. There was the you hated that the protagonists are awful. Even though it's it's interesting, you have some like Rain Wilson was in that Rain mm-hmm. Wilson and Chris uh, Chris uh, Hedwick. Chris, yeah, Chris Hardwick. Hardwick from, from Hardwick. Yeah, Hardwick, yeah. Walk, yeah. The, the yeah, yeah. Comedian who's also Walking, Talking dead. Dead. Yeah, Talking yeah. dead. Yeah, Talking Dead. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. there, and and there's you know Bill Mosley, there's Sid Haig. It's it's chock full of 
iconic people, but mm-hmm. it's just all performances that were over the top and no you didn't like anybody. It and the thing that made it made me mad was I know that what they were what, what Zombie was after was yeah. he wanted you to side with the fireflies. Right. He wanted right. he wanted you to root for them to kill these people. Right. And it's like I don't I I think that's I think that's that's uh that's dirty pool. I I really don't like that. It's like I I I got I got I the only reason why I didn't leave was because you were my ride. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought about just going into the because we were at the Lloyd Center Mall. Right, right. And I thought about just going shopping and say, hey, listen, when we're done. But this was before I had a cell phone, <laughs> right? So it's like I don't know. It's like all right, when the movie's over, maybe I'll catch. And I just sort of gutted it out and finished it. I know what Eric's getting for Christmas. I it'll make some good kindling if I get a physical media copy of no, House of a Thousand. You're getting Corpses. a Captain Spaulding plushie. Yeah. Hot, hot. <laughs> Hot take from Eric. This is, you know, I I do, you know, I do have a soft spot for Sid Haig. Sure, sure. Because right? I think he's he is one of the more unusual looking guys. He's kind of like um, Ron Perlman. Sure, right. He is. Mm-hmm. He's he's sort of this extreme looking character, big guy, kind of craggy faced with just an. But but he's managed to carve out a living in in on the fringes of the hor- of of cinema, being kind of an interesting character. I loved him in Spider Baby. Mm-hmm. He was a kid when he was in Spider Baby. I thought he was fun in, in, um, oh, uh, Planet of Terror. Sure, right. Um, but in this, he this was his like his probably his showiest, most famous role, and it was like, oh man. Well, fo- following on that note, I just started uh, watching because it came out right around Halloween this year, the Rob Zombie remake of The Monsters. Okay. And we watched about, I'm going to say, maybe 15 minutes of the film, <laughs> which was pretty unwatchable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Myself and my 11-year-old. And a couple days after we watched the 15 minutes, I said, hey, you want to finish that? You want to give it a go? And my 11-year-old no. emphatically said, no, that was garbage. <laughs> after 15 Rob, minutes. Rob Zombie can't please a 13-year-old. 11-year-old. 11-year-olds, okay. Yeah, an 11-year-old with sort of what what is effectively family fare uh, in, in so, the monsters. But it is it is a, but, pi- a pile of garbage. Know. I like the Devil's Rejects, and yeah. I like Lords of Salem. Oh. Yep. And yeah, Devil's three Rejects. From, uh, like Three from Hell, if you remember, was my worst movie from one. a few years ago. Sure. Because the other thing that Rob Zombie has a problem with is that he wants to show up he wants to be quentin tarantino mm-hmm. and do all mm-hmm. these nods and winks to how much he knows about horror about cinema in general mm-hmm. and so he will just have this weird exposition from somebody just spitting out cinema uh trivia kind of stuff and it's like i don't need that that's like you're bogging the plot down with useless stuff Stop i think it. I think he may get there at some point. I think he actually. I think his heart's in the right place. His it heart, is. His I heart don't is in the right place. Most of his films. I, I, yeah. I think. You're, I think you're right. I think that he, he has, and he's built a cult following. And again, mm-hmm. you know, I, for, for, like the, for the longest time, House of a Thousand Corpses had a better rating than Hereditary on on Amazon Prime. Does it still? I don't. I think. I think Hereditary has has passed it since then. Okay. But, but for a long Thanks time, I Lord. think people couldn't. People couldn't handle Hereditary because it was just intimidating. It was a yeah. tough, it's a rough movie. And I know yeah. a lot of people who won't see Hereditary more than once because, nope, that's it. That's too strong for me. I That movie made me, that that movie did mess me up. All right. Well, let's get out of here with yeah. the films that you will not see again. Liz, was what was on your list? I started with uh, The Sadness. Then I had mm. uh, 
Wes Craven's 1972 Last House on the Left, and finished off with the 2022 Damien Leone film, Terrifier 2. All right. Eric. Oh, me. You want me to go? All right. Um, When a Stranger Calls, Terrifier also, not Terrifier 2, Terrifier 1, and High Tension. Now Eric goes. Okay, so I did. Eric's list is long, I, long and bountiful. I, well, but fortunately, there's you know there's uh, sleepaway camp, sleepaway camp, uh huh, audition, audition, and eraserhead. So one one word uh, things, and I threw in an extra thing, which and is the House entire, of a Thousand Corpses and the entire Rob Zombie uh, catalog. catalog. Yeah, catalog. <laughs> yeah, that, like I, that, that's that's fair to say. Sorry, Rob Zombie. So I wonder if the guy who made Terrifier and Terrifier Two would be very flattered that. Both his films got on ones we said it's too much, too gory, can't do it again. <laughs> okay, well, I, I think I'm gonna I've got the perfect tagline to get us out. Oh yeah, do it, do this it. This is from House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh the movie Some Never Wanted You to See. So <laughs> <laughs> 